In this week's episode, it's a short and sweet romp through a handful of new indie titles, ranging from fascinating true stories to gruesome critiques on consumerism. It's all happening now on Cover B. Hey everybody, welcome back to Cover B. Welcome back to Cover B. We've got potentially a quick episode this week because there wasn't a ton of stuff. There's not a ton, but there's some good there's some good books this week. Comic talk. Let's do it. Comic talk. Comic talk is a go. Firing uh, all pistons. Yeah. <laughs> Unleash the comic talk. Uh yeah, so the first one is uh Shadow Doctor number one. This is out of uh Aftershock Comics. Um written by Peter Calloway. This is actually a true based on true events true story kind of biopic thing about i believe peter calloway's grandfather um and it tells the story of a man in the 1930s who is trying to become a doctor the problem is is that this gentleman is also a black man uh which if you don't know your history well enough to know that that's a problem uh, then what school did you go to? Because they need better funding. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously he's got some hardships there. The mob plays a factor in in this story, and it's honestly just kind of a cool story, especially, you know, knowing that it's based on real events, you know? I, I really dug the... It kind of plays back and forth between flashbacks and present day, and I really liked the connection between it because it gives the narration some flexibility of like pulling in just like the most important bits you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like you don't have a ton of uh setup you don't have a ton of like trudging through context having it be an active narration means that you get to all the good bits faster (laughs) exactly i think uh one thing i really liked about this is that obviously you know the topic of race is upfront it's first and foremost in this story like the story is not going anywhere without also a discussion of race what i think this story does really really well is honestly like a lot of stories that want to make commentary or just bring to light you know systemic prejudices uh they tend to make the people that hold those prejudices very aggressive about it yeah but that's not always the case and that's kind of the problem with you know, systemic racism and other systemic prejudices is that, you know, they're just accepted by the people who experience them as the way of the world. And this guy goes trying to apply to hospitals and things like that. And all these people are just being cordial. They're like, wow, you, you know, you have really good scores at your medical school that you went to. That's really impressive. It's a nice school. You've got some good recommendations. It's nothing personal, but you know, I totally hire you. If yeah, and it's <laughs> like I think this book does a really good job showing that side of it, and I don't think that's a side that enough people see, especially when they think of like, you know, if you were to say to somebody like, imagine a black man going to apply for a doctor job at a hospital in the 1930s, you'd expect what we normally see in like movies and stuff, people laughing or people like using foul language or just getting generally aggressive. And while that did happen, that's not 
the the bigger problem, the deeper problem from just people that are outwardly aggressively prejudiced is the people that just accept the prejudice as a way of life. It's true. And honestly, it's an incredibly damaging um, behavior to constantly show racism and prejudice as always inherently like very venomous and like affrontively hostile because that means that people who do you know have internalized racism internalized privilege that they're not acknowledging Mm -hmm. they just assume oh well i don't run around calling black people bad names i'm not racist yeah but that's not true you if you don't see examples of passive racism or you know non-aggressive racism you assume that it's not a thing or you just, you don't internalize to look at your own issues and your, your own biases and behaviors. And uh, yeah. And you know, that's where the whole, you know, kind of cliche argument is, you know, Oh, I have black friends. And so that's some sort of absolution. You're now absolved from ever being considered racist because you have friends that are not the same race as you. Congrats. But that's the problem. Like this guy goes in to apply for a job and the guy literally tells him it's nothing personal. But, you know, yeah, because the dude, the dude doesn't see. I can't hire you because you're black as personal. Yeah. You know, and that's it's status quo. That's systemic. Like that is a really good look at like what it means for a system to entirely be organized around outlooks and beliefs that are prejudiced against certain marginalized people. Yep. And I just thought that was really cool. You know, I fully went into the book expecting when this guy's like, yeah, you know, time to, you know, go be a doctor. And, you know, there's one part where they're looking for somebody like a nurse comes out and is looking for, you know, uh, Mr. Calloway. Like I'm looking for Mr. Calloway. He's here to apply for this, you know, doctor role. And he's not even in the like the waiting room where white people are waiting. Yeah. Because he has to be around back. Yeah. And the nurse. So it, it sets it up with that. And you're like, oh, boy, here comes another thing where it's like, you know, people being aggressive and terrible because that's how the world was and in many ways still is. Um, and it sucks that it's that way. But. And then it's this more subdued, kind of subtle interaction, which almost is worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it just shows it as status quo, like you said. And it's so I thought that was really impressive. I like this book. I'm excited to see where it goes. It's not every day that we get a a comic coming out about like a real person who had real adversity and like a real story to tell. Yeah. Uh, And I just think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm pumped for this one. I think this one's going to be really good. Next on the list is Black Friday number one by John Clark and Travis Williamson. Yes. Um, I loved this book. This was absolutely the highlight for me this week. I had no expectations going into it. Um, I, as you guys know, I try not to read like synopses and things before I dive into books because I just want to let the book itself leave its impression on me. Um, and... I don't know what I went in expecting from this book, but what I got wasn't that. Mm-hmm. That's for dang sure. This book is trippy and goes left field real fast, and it's dark, and it's horror, and it's 
awkward and uncomfortable mm-hmm. and kind of it's disturbing, but it's great. It's like <laughs> it's like if the animators of Courage of the Cowardly Dog did an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, that's exactly right. It it goes from like standard existence to like dark drama horror in mm-hmm. like half a page yeah <laughs> it was so dark yeah you know and it's definitely gonna have tones of toxic consumerism and things like that obviously with the title of black friday you can go in expecting that but i don't know if it did it the way that i was expecting it's just kind no. of this like lingering creepy feeling throughout like most of the book and it's the art style really ramps that up like i said it's a very like oh definitely very kind of like you know cartoony courage the cowardly dog kind of pointed like even tim burtony or uh like scary stories to tell in the dark like that kind of art style it's very harsh and very like but still cartoony um and then it just like boom here's this weird kind of strange fiction thing that's going on and it goes from like completely realistic believable experience like oh this is this is gonna be that type of book to like immediately flipping to a Junji Ito like story like it's it flips you don't see it coming you don't and it's kind of hard to process like it's such a bizarre concept when you get into it I don't want to spoil it for anybody because the the experience of going from zero to sixty is is fun. It's a really cool twist in the horror genre, and I'm yeah. I I'm really excited to see where it goes. I though I have to admit I hope it's not like too long of a series. I yeah. feel like what's going to benefit this is the mystery and the weirdness and and like the harsh lines of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like. Less details probably going to be better. Yeah, just like a short, like four or five issue mini would be perfect. Yep. Just like a nice little bit of pacing to tell the story of this immediate instance without much more going beyond yeah. that. I don't want background. I don't yeah. want too much depth because I think the unknown is what makes it so terrifying. Yeah, I agree. So this was a cool book. Very cool. Definitely get this one. If you like horror, if you don't like horror, this is not going to be for you. If you don't like Walmart, this one is for you. Very much for you. <laughs> if you don't like capitalism, well, I guess you shouldn't be buying books then. Huh. Well, How uh, much don't you like capitalism? Well, you can like capitalism <laughs> and degree? buy books because this is an indie title. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this is a creator-owned title. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, finally, and yes, I said finally, uh... Like I said, kind of light week on new things. Short-ish episode. Um, it's fine. But cool books. All three all three books are cool. Hollow Heart, number one. This one's from Vault. Um, it is on the back of the book. It describes itself as a gay monster love story. That's excellent. Which is fantastic. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, very LGBT positive book about a mechanic who is working on this weird sort of like cyborg robot thing. I don't know how to what degree you can consider it a cyborg because it's mainly like a robot shell with like bones and some organs of a human in it. It feels kind of like a very primitive android. Yeah. 
The solicitation for it is basically says that the robot, I forget his name, uh, is in pain and doesn't know what to do about it. But luckily he's met a mechanic named Mateo who is going to help him find freedom and perhaps love. I don't know. I don't know if it finishes with the and perhaps love, but that's, that's I'm already writing all kinds of fan fiction about these, <laughs> these two characters falling in love. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, it's got a lot of weird elements at play here. It's got a lot of like, you know, putting passion into your job versus your life or finding like the ability to find more out of life than just like going to work, like showing up to work and getting through your day to day and then moving on. And then it has all these like really metaphysical, not metaphysical, but these really like, you know, postmodern conversations about the nature of AI and the nature of like Inorganics control. Versus yeah. Organics and, and the nature of freedom, you know, and it's, it's interesting. It's a very, very interesting book. I I wasn't wowed by the art, admittedly. The art was just kind of okay for me, um, which honestly made the surprise of the story and the, you know, dialogue and the pacing of this being so really good uh, even more surprising. Uh, but yeah, this was a, a cool book. I think there's a lot of conversations that and a lot of like thoughts, like deep thinking moments that can happen reading this book as it continues on with yeah this, with this robo love story just be ready because when we say robo love story that doesn't mean that this first issue doesn't feel just like heartbreakingly sad it's a pretty bleak story which honestly yeah. is a pretty good hook because i want to read more to see if i want things to get you know, better things to get better <laughs> but it does it the cap off the cliffhanger at the end is is really bleak I it mean, makes you feel kind book, of bad. honestly like the it just drips with ennui and sadness and i'm just like mm, i like these characters i want them to be happy <laughs> yeah unfortunately in order to have discussions about the nature of freedom and love and you know escaping the monotony and being something better than what you are and things like that you kind of have to start in a very dark place to really have those conversations yeah um, and that's definitely where we're starting. Yeah. We're starting in that dark, <laughs> in dark place. We've got, you know, a dude who seems a little bit adrift. We've got a robot that's in a ton of pain but can't do anything about it. Uh, and yeah, it's we are adrift in this dark sea of ennui. It is uh, the darkness. But hey, the only place to go is up, right? Oh, fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> <laughs> but this one was cool. I really, really dug this one. So worth picking up. And believe it or not, that's going to do it for us today. That's it, yeah. Uh, if you want more Cover B, you can find us on our website, CoverBPodcast.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter, at CoverBPodcast. And exciting, fun, woo-woo news, we have brand new merch. merch. Our new merch is spectacular. Uh, We've got uh, fancy <laughs> shirts. We've got socks now. There are <laughs> stickers. There's a hoodie. Like, our stuff is looking hella dope i was yawning as i shouted merch and i sounded like voldemort <laughs> when voldemort just that like weird he's like, <laughs> like what? well you need to go and get yourself some merch because i'll tell you what those socks are sweet they're pretty cool yeah they're slick and there's like fancy new shirts that there's one that's like i can't 
I'm reading comics, which is true most yeah. of the time. <laughs> we will probably have a key issues coming to you guys this week. Um, we haven't done a Wednesday episode in a while just because we've been busy. Um, and honestly, and we were going to record the key issues today, but I'm waiting because she's got an interview coming up and I want that to get out there beforehand. But if I don't get my voice into the mix of all this Gina Carano bullcrap, <laughs> I'm going to explode. <laughs> um, the opinions are thick. I have many. Um, so look forward to that. Yeah. Because that will be happening at some point. In time. It's true. Anyway, thank you for hanging out with us. Be sure to go check our website and get you some sweet merch. And we will talk to you on the next episode of, of Cover, Cover B. B. Bye, fam.